Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. Yo, every time I listen back to one of the recordings, um, I always think to myself, I'm like, who the fuck is letting us record? God, whose idea was it to give these niggas a podcast? To give these niggas a podcast. Whole podcast. And really, after um, I'm getting some feedback from uh, Super Superwoman. Nobody ever gives me any feedback. Don't fuck with me. But yeah, go ahead. No. Um, And I think that... I think it's good. It, one, it lets us know that like people actually are listening mm-hmm. and they're paying attention. And I'm pissing people off. And you have ideas and opinions about certain things that I think are worth hearing. Valid and important, right? Um, and yeah, it's good to hear that perspective so you can engage in conversation. So, what's some of the feedback that you've heard? Because I didn't, I didn't get any of that. Yeah. So, so should we recap a little bit? So we had a conversation right. um, called, we had an episode called Superwoman, and it was based off of a conversation. So you talk about what that conversation was. Ooh, okay, so I got to shout out my man, Ann Warcon, who does a uh, live on Instagram every Thursday, Wednesday? Every Wednesday, Love Jones. And um, one week, he was having a conversation about, tell me how executive producer. Respect, protect, love. Do black men respect, protect, and love black women? Uh-huh. So that was what it was about. And so I think we only really touched on one part, though. Yes. And so we ended up having a conversation, um, sitting, not the same, but parallel, in the same family, um, but not um, identical twins, like yeah. siblings or first cousins. First cousins. Um, because we talked about the same idea um, with support and love, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of our conversation leaned more towards the support, right? And I got some feedback around, um, you know, how black men in general mm-hmm. maybe need to focus more on like how they love black women, and that will take care of the other one. And I don't necessarily, I don't agree. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. And the reason being is that mm-hmm. I don't want to generalize, but it does seem like to be a very big consensus uh-huh. that when, when you start talking about gender roles and you start thinking about who's, who's, whose role is what, mm-hmm. it always steers on, especially like, I don't have any kids, not having any kids, but even think about the, the raising of kids. Uh-huh. And raising of families and the dynamics of a family. And you look at the roles of those families. A lot of people feel as though, oh, it's the man's role to be the provider. And then they want to go into, oh, how men cannot nurture or raise kids as well as women. Because that's not their role. And this is not my words. These are, other, these are, these are mothers who are saying this. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, hey, all a man is really good for... Is making kids and providing for kids. They cannot possibly raise a child as well as a woman. 
And that's what I don't agree with. And so when everyone kept saying, oh, it's the man's role to always be, let's talk about courting. We all want to talk about courting. I think we talked about courting before. Mm-hmm. But when they talk, start talking about courting, and I'm going to tie it back together. Mm-hmm. It's always the man who is, he shows his love or his courtship by how deep his pockets are, how much he's willing to pay for the dates. And then that transitions into, oh, that's his role for when he starts to have a family. Oh, mm-hmm. it's his role to pay for a majority of the bills. And I'm not saying every woman feels like this, but it's a large percent of women who feel as though it's the man's role, regardless of how much he makes, it is still his it's still his responsibility to provide. So I... Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. So one of the things that they brought up in having this conversation was around what you're talking about now and uh, gender roles and expectations. And one thing was lifted was that women are not, in general, women do not see men as a bag. Like, oh, we're going to have a baby and then, like, that's how we're going to, like, secure our financial history. That a lot of that, our financial future, that Mm -hmm. a lot of that really is the one percenters, like, the Instagram models, like, the one percenters, the basketball players, like most black women as the highest educated group in America, like most black women are not out there saying like, oh, I'm trying to get pregnant by somebody to secure my financial future. Yeah, I'm not going to take on that. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to go to that extreme of, oh, secure my financial future. But ask, ask a lot of women as far as like, who do they expect to pay the bulk of the bills? I agree because that's in that same conversation, it was indicated that uh, there was a conversation with this other lady, and she said, You know, in my next, she was married and then got a divorce. And she said, In my next relationship, like, I don't plan on paying for anything. And I'm just like, What? There, there are a lot of women, and I'm not going to say every woman because I don't think it's every woman, uh-huh. but there are a lot of women who feel as though, Oh, I'm not paying for any dates. I'm not tipping. I'm not going Dutch. Mm-hmm. If he wants me, he will pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you're not a prostitute, though. Right. And the thing is, though, my time is just as valuable as yours. Mm-hmm. And, I, I honestly, and I would argue to say that even more valuable because for straight, for heterosexual men and heterosexual women, black men are a hot commodity. It's, oh, it's less oh, of you available. Absolutely. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. I know, but no, but reality is it, absolutely. And I think a lot of men know this. And I'm saying you as a as a prototypical person because you yourself not even available. Facts, right? You know what I'm saying. So it's like, and the older we get, the 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 smaller the pool gets. Yeah. First of all, so. but there are women like that. And I'm, again, I don't want to generalize and say every woman is like that because there's no there's no absolutes for anything. There's always going to be an exception to the rule. But I'm just saying, based off of the dialogue that was happening from the original, what brought this up, yeah. it was a lot of women who were like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. So do you think, let me kind of, let's bring it back. back to this. Thanks. Do you think that there is an issue or there is an area of opportunity for growth when considering how black men generally love black women? And as a part of that was Think about how quick black men are to critique or bash uh, phys- the physical appearance of black black women. They talk about their hair. They talk about the way they look. They talk about their body. Think about how quickly in our everyday experiences, mm-hmm. like black men are 
doing that to black women, so that doesn't really signal love. Right. Um, do you think that is true? Do you think that that's a place where we could do a better absolutely, job? Absolutely, absolutely. I think we can definitely get out of the, the oh, every every person is going to fit this mode. Everyone's going to look like an Instagram model, especially when a lot of these niggas look like Oompa Loompas in the first place. And now mm-hmm. you want you want and they, uh, a chick that looks like a a Stacey Dash. I hate to use Stacey Dash, but you know, no, Stacey, she, I mean she's a yeah, pretty girl. Yeah, but she's nuts. she's an idiot. Yeah, but she's a pretty girl. But yeah, so it, it, that pre- like that's just showing my age, honestly, because that was literally the first person that came in my mind mm-hmm. was Stacey Dash out of everybody. But yeah, so um, I do, I do agree with that, and I also agree. Just, I mean, I think that everybody, in my opinion, is can be influenced by what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. I mean, social social media has definitely is a huge influence just in itself, not just right. one individual, but just as a whole. Like you. People do this naturally. I, I feel like, oh, you see people on vacation. Oh, why don't we go on vacation like that? Or you see a person driving a car. Oh, why don't we have that car? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I do think that both sides do that, though. Somebody, you might not necessarily compare, oh, women may not necessarily, in my opinion, women may not necessarily compare guys by, like, oh, how he looks compared to, but do they not compare maybe what he brings to the table? I hear you, but I feel like that that is not the conversation that women are engaged in. I think it's the conversation is around love. Like, how can black men do a better job of showing black women love? I think just support, honestly. I think it's accept, not even accepting, but acknowledging like the natural beauty of. Black women, and I think we do. I just think that it's just, it just gets so convoluted because you see so much plastic surgery going on. Mm-hmm. You see much, so much weaves. And, and mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with weaves. I'm not a fan of weaves, but it's, it's nothing wrong with it. Man, that's why she over there natural swinging. Like, eh? <laughs> but I get it, though. And so... That's it, though. I just think... I think also, it's just... Are women comfortable being themselves? Thank you, because that leads me right into this conversation. So there's a couple of other, other conversations. I think that's super important, right? Um, and I was listening to some, no, I was reading something um, on Instagram, and it talked about self-betrayal mm-hmm. and, like, how many times we betray ourselves, which hinders us from really living the life that we um, deserve to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think about that the in the context of this conversation, how many times have women betrayed themselves um, to uh, to live or be somebody outside of what they really are mm-hmm. for somebody else? Like, how, how many women are like getting their hair straight or wearing weaves or getting two tight braids or you know, eyelashes long. Eyelashes look. I call them butterflies. They are like, looking like yes. goddamn butterflies. Caterpillars. Face. Caterpillars. Yes. Or you know, starving themselves or mm-hmm. on the tummy tees and all these different things. Like, not to say that you don't want to look good for you, but I think about like just how we betray. You know, in the context of women, but also in general. Like, in general, yeah. How do we betray ourselves, and ultimately that hinders us from really flourishing in the mm-hmm. way that we can. I think that when I think when I ask the question like how can black men do a better job of love, loving black women, I think that 
now that I'm having this part of the conversation, I think it's like black women have to do a better job of like loving black women. Absolutely. Like, and I don't want to say a better job because, um, but I think the point that I'm trying holistically, to, holistically, I think, yeah, the point that I'm trying to make is, um, that you gotta like love yourself first. And then from there you can make, you don't make concessions mm-hmm. for how you will be engaged. Right. So I think that a lot of women make the concessions that we're talking about. Like, how can I look like the Instagram model? How can, mm-hmm. like, okay, I need this these kind of clothes, this kind of car. They make those concessions because they're not really loving themselves. And so they're trying to be who mm. they think that people want them to be so they can receive right. what they are not missing. Well, all along, it's like, if you love yourself, First, fully, and you're authentically being who you choose to be, you may not get all of that extra attention, but you will get the attention that is right for you. You would get get genuine attention. Yeah. You You get the attention that's right for you. Yeah, you get the attention that's right for you. And I want to stress, like, likes does not necessarily mean wants. You know what I mean? And I mean, when I say once, like, somebody could easily want you physically, but do they, want, every, do they want everything about you, though? I was just going to say that. There's, there's, a, there's a huge difference between the person that I would fuck and the person that I would love. Yes. Yes. I would take home with them all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it takes yeah. a lot. But yeah, no, I, I yeah. So, bring us back, though, because I have a hard time of, you know, not going off on a tangent. So, no. so, this was just um this was just around feedback that we got from that particular episode. Is there anything that you wanted to say? No, because I mean You I, said what you I said. I said what I, I said what I said. Yeah, I, I mean and I'm not gonna backtrack or uh, apologize and um That's just it though. Like I, I and also I take responsibility because we've been drinking and I may or may not have Nailed exactly what was said. Yeah, because I did the best that I knew how to do. I thought you was gonna come with that fire about what they said. I, I mean, I, I know I can have like pretty extreme um, point of views on on certain things. But no, I, I no no no. Hold on, hold on. I definitely told you that they stopped driving in their car. No, you did. You absolutely did. Like, but I didn't get I enough just, for. Like, I just can't yeah, fully remember. I didn't get it. I, I didn't get that that that. Yeah, you didn't get it. I want the full brunt of like. Would it hit me in a car? Would it run me over if they saw me kind of thing? Like, that's what I was going for. But No, we're not, we not doing that. We're not going to do that. No, we're not doing that. No, they wouldn't do that. What about, okay. So, uh, this is, um, I don't want to lose this thought. Mm-hmm. We are, okay. We need to talk about entanglement. Let's talk about entanglement. Let's Okay, let's talk about entanglement. We got to talk about and, entanglement. And that might actually tie back into men, how men love women. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So... This is why I said that. August Alcine is a whole ass bitch. Oh yeah, he's a fuck boy. No, 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 no. Oh, he's a fuck boy. A whole ass bitch. And let me tell you why. I believe in men, women, children, adults, humans being able to have a range of emotions. I believe in being able to fall in love. I believe in being vulnerable. I'm working on it. I will humbly admit that being vulnerable is something that I'm actively working on. But I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. How old is he? If you... We're going to talk about that. 
if you truly love somebody, mm-hmm. and I and I believe based off the interviews that you can see, mm-hmm. I believe that he believed that. Mm-hmm. But you do not go about yes. it in the way that he went about right. it, right? Yes. So I'm like, if you love somebody, you don't schedule an interview with the fucking gossip columnist. Right, and put them on Angela blast. Yee is a nothing but a gossip yeah. columnist. She is not a professional journalist storyteller. Right. You know why? Because wasn't no professional, high-quality journalist trying to figure out what the fuck August Alcina was right. doing. And second of all, it's not therapeutic, in my opinion. I, I am not a fan of people who blast their shit on social media. Like, But he could... It could have been... But if, he, he, he should have went to a professional. He should have went exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Went to yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure he probably like, oh, I got it. But like, no. He was a whole ass bitch, and I'm gonna say that he was a whole ass bitch is because he could say what he wants to say about the reason why, mm-hmm. but it won't be honest. He is betraying. I'm gonna come back to this. Mm-hmm. He's betraying himself by not being honest. He did that shit because he had the an music, album. He got music dropping. Yeah. He did that shit because wasn't nobody talking about his name, and now we are. Mm-hmm. This is the longest anybody has talked about August Alcina. In forever. Ever. Ever. Even when it was just about the music, it, nobody was talking about mm-hmm. it, talking about him like this. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and this idea of in entertainment, there's no, no, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm-hmm. I think this right here was a great example. He went against the wrong family in my first. I think because so many people have such admiration for Will, mm-hmm. fuck Jada, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. but just off the strength of Will, uh-huh. I haven't heard anybody ever say, like, other than the first mother of uh, Fresh Prince, nobody, Viv, uh-huh. the original Viv, I haven't heard anybody really say anything negative about Will. Yeah, and even that was more about, because Will Smith was 21 years old, like a 21-year-old making decisions like that, right. like, yeah. No, like, I'm just saying, out of his whole career, that's yeah. the only person, I, I mean, all Oh, the- and Tisha Campbell, her fat, chunky motherfucking, yeah. listen, look at me going in on black women, but fuck <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> but... No, but I'm, yeah, no. and her too. But that's because she feels right. how she feels because her and her husband. Oh, Martin, Dwayne Martin. Yeah, yeah, talking about Will stole my husband. No, no. bitch, you didn't keep your husband. That's, I don't even yeah. want to get into that. Yeah, let, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. So, yeah, that's another rabbit hole. August did all of that for album sales, and that motherfucker went Wood. triple tinfoil <laughs> with a debut at 68. That nigga sold 2,000 albums. No, he got streams. Streams only mean that they person bought for real, for real. I, I can't. I can't. Streams is like, oh, I already got Apple Music. Let me just see what this nigga got to talk about. Maybe he got some more shit to say kind of thing. And I haven't, like, I haven't listened to that. Whole I didn't listen to it at all. No, no, I didn't no. listen to it either. I didn't even know that joint dropped. I thought that joint was about to drop, so I didn't even know that joint dropped yet. It was yet. so crazy. And then, like, I was confused about his motherfucking twist out. With them ashy ass colors in right. his hair. It's not ombre. What is that? It what? was yeah. It Something was like a that? fucking um, bomb pop. Yeah. He oh, went yeah. in there and asked for motherfucking <laughs> Give me this. electric bomb pop. Like I hated everything about it. I hated everything about it. Yeah, but I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I didn't like about that situation. I didn't like how he went about how he went about it. I didn't like that. I, I, I want to I wanna hope. I, I like to try to give people benefit of doubt. Yeah, you know what? Because I didn't, I didn't even bother to listen to watch in the whole interview to see like, because I heard it was like a, a whole hour. So. No, it wasn't. Was it? We watched them hot 12 no, minutes. No, we watched the hot 12 minutes of 
Jada and Wills. When Jada brought herself to the yeah, table. Yeah, we didn't watch the 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 um the interview with him and Angela Yee. Yeah, the whole yeah, interview. Yeah. So some people say like uh, the interview itself was a whole hour, but the thing is What that, the f- that's another thing. I ain't got nothing for you. What the fuck are we talking to August about for an hour? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What questions could you want to... How's your health? Oh, great. Oh, wow. But he was he was trying, talking real slow, though, so, you know... He, he, just, he, he was talking real slow. He could have stressed real, that joint out. Real, real meticulous, uh, articulate, and meticulous in how he was enunciating shit. So, I don't... So, yeah, I thought the August was a bitch. I said what I yeah. said. No, no. I'm going to transition to Jada. Yes. Let's, let's talk so, to Jada. I feel... First of all, let's talk about because a lot of people have been talking about as far as everybody in the business. First of all, uh-huh. you're a celebrity. Yeah. Second of all, you didn't have to respond. Uh-huh. So they didn't. You, and we'll and, talk about and, that. And that is you had. We came to say like we weren't going to. So now your business is everybody to talk about. So I just want to let everybody yeah. like get out of a business. Certainly, I certainly I, I could care less about what's going on in yes. life. But I certainly, I certainly agree that when you make your money in the public, like famous celebrity people do, and that's why laws are what they are. Mm-hmm. You can't use the public to generate millions of dollars in revenue and then be mad because the public is talking about you because you don't like it. So I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I also agree that like celebrities, even beyond this, is like, I don't understand the infatuation that people have because mm-hmm. I'm like, what they eat don't make me shit. Basically. Like, and we talk about this all the time, jokingly, but also seriously. When we talk about like how much me and Dara love Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And people are always like, but he beats be women. It's like, yeah, I don't condone beating women, but that don't have shit right. to do with whether or not this is your man on the floor. But do we use that same knowledge for everything that we do, though? Yes, because Michael Jackson been raping and molesting little boys his whole career, and we still motherfucking doing the lean and moonwalking. Quit acting funny. We make... We... Make concessions. Do you know why? Yeah, we make concessions because for certain I things. wasn't molesting little right, boys. But that's like, not my business. But like, that's his business. Racism. We're, we're not talking about that. So uh, you telling me that? Yeah, because that that comes back to be my business. Okay. When you are, no, racist, I digress. No, I digress. You come back to I, my, I, I, that I, comes I, I, back I, to be my business. But if they're not racist towards you, if they didn't molest you, no. So this no, is I, 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 I agree. I don't condone. The molestation of right. little boys. I don't condone abusing women. Therefore, I don't hit women. But he paid his his due to society. Respect. No, I agree. And I agree. I'm going to steal motherfucking bop. And I'm really sad because his album, Motherfucking Graffiti, which came out right when that shit happened, was Bro, fucking the shit. What shit? What's the motherfucking shit? So why was you upset? Because you was not really, like, I don't get it. No, people people, oh, people get upset, upset. Oh. At, because I'm like, well, oh, people get upset with you for the, okay, gotcha. I'm like, nigga, like, oh, because he's his woman, like, yeah, he did, and we all fall short of God's glory. That's my response, yeah. but and I'm still going to motherfucking. Uh, I don't know your name, but excuse me, miss, I saw you from across the room. Come on, I'm still doing all of that. I'm still motherfucking hitting that graffiti album. I love that graffiti album. I'm still crawling, so. So I'm on a crawl until I can fly again. What you mean? And I'm still, and then famous girl, like she's still famous girl. What you mean? This nigga. So let's come back to entanglement. Yes, please. So I want to talk about how I feel about Jada. Mm-hmm. 
I think, and I had a very strong conversation with somebody. I said, I feel cheated on. Go ahead. I said, if we allow for men, mm-hmm. and I use Hugh Hefner as an example. Mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner, as a kingpin of Playboy, we celebrated him. That's the entirety of what Playboy is. Mm-hmm. Being 87 years old and having 22-year-old girlfriends mm-hmm. and getting them pregnant and nothing all in them mm-hmm. and them having babies and he knew he was going to die next week. Right. We glorify that. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We have... I hear conversations with people... Not using that, you talk about the same logic when it comes to Jada being older to younger. Well, this is my this is my issue with the whole Jada thing. No, I do have an issue with her though, and it has nothing to do with the age. It, Me neither. Come on, it, talk it has, about it. One, it has something to do with the fact that Come on. who he was to them. Mm-hmm. That was also her son's friend. So, was you know what is really funny? I don't think that to be true, but I'm not gonna get too much into that. Let me see why. Oh, okay. Because my fucking Jaden, what's it? Christopher Sire Smith. Yeah. That nigga don't got don't got black friends, and surely not August Alcina. August job weird too, though. Maybe, maybe right. He's a little weird too. Is he weird, or is he been, or is he like he's something? Okay. He's so yes. Okay. So right, just so, gonna say so, he so, was so, so that's one thing. I I agree with you. Like that is a little fucked up. Second thing is though, it wasn't just uh-huh. Jada who took him under. Uh-huh. It was the Smith family. The family. The family. Yeah. So that means there was a there was a relationship that he also had with Will. Yeah. And so you know, normally I like I watch Cheaters every Saturday. That's my Saturday morning cartoons and uh-huh. shit. But I'm an advocate. Like, hey, take that up. If you cheated, take that up with. The person that you're cheating on with, not the person that they are cheating on you with. The issue is though, he had a friendship relationship with Will also, so that's also fucked up in my mm-hmm. opinion. So I don't just put it on Jada, even though Jada had a relationship with. She's married to Will. Mm-hmm. Will and Austin. What are Og? Og? The fuck? No, you're not gonna call him Og while we're talking about this. <laughs> First of all, there's no nicknames. You know what I was thinking. <laughs> No. And she's just gonna keep she's referring okay. to this nigga as a no. nickname? Say this whole nigga, whole government, dog. It's, it's business right now. It's business. Period. So that's second off. So uh-huh. it's like Will was clearly friends with him. Or something. That's a stretch. Something. He I mean, Will even said it. We took him under as family. Like yes. he didn't say Jada, you took no, him in as but, family. But the reason why is because if you pay attention to how Will speaks, Will always uses things like we, us, family. Mm-hmm. I, I, so, I, I, so I'm going to take him literally there. Yes, he means that, but I do not think that Will was actively a part of what they're talking about. I think and that so, was though, because I think Will, I think Will is very caring and very like he's not going to sit somebody. Yes, oh, he's caring. This guy's sick, and I think yes, he's caring. But even in the interview mm-hmm. that he gave, he said like, yeah, you know, like we took him in, but. It wasn't that Will was doing the, the, the grooming and spending the time. Okay. Like, okay. because but, it was also very clear that they were in a, a break in their relationship, which that is what I want to talk to you about, too. Because you're actually married. Fuck that. I don't agree with breaks, first of all. Okay, tell me more about that. I just don't. I don't, I, I don't, feel, like the, I don't feel like the relationship was... The, re, the cost for the break wasn't due to we were taking a break. 
So why do you think that people say distance makes the heart grow fonder? In my opinion, absence. Yeah, yeah. But I've never heard of somebody losing, uh, healing from cancer just by ignoring it. Just never. I hear what you're trying to. I I get what you're trying to do, but I think that sometimes it it's not. I'm ignoring it. It's by taking by saying like I need to go and do and handle this. I think it's not that you're ignoring it. You're actually taking the time to address whatever may cause the cleave. That I'm okay with. Thank you. But the thing is, though, she used somebody else to fill the gap that he was in. That I don't agree with. Yeah, I don't agree with. I don't. I don't agree with either. I mean, I certainly agree with the fact that like Jada had healing that needed to be done, right? Like Jada had healing that needed to be done. I don't think Jada should ever get buried in. I think like she still got a lot of love for uh, Tupac Tupac. or somebody because Will's even talked about this. Like I, in my opinion. As I am a woman. Could you marry somebody? No, I would never make somebody feel as though. Could you marry somebody that you thought no. loved somebody else I if never, they were dead? Because he's I, dead. Regardless, though. Regardless, though. She clearly had this this chasm in her heart that still needed healing, like you said, in my opinion. And the fact is, though, Will could feel that mm-hmm. even though Tupac was not here no more. Yeah. That means there's something that she needs to heal that you're still making somebody that you're with who's showing you all this love that... You was willing to say, yes, I want to marry him. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him. But yet, you still, he still feels some type of way. And he's not feeling that type of way by himself for no reason. Like, I've never seen, well, I, well, I don't get jealous. So, maybe I'm the wrong person to talk to about this. But I feel as it was something. it was something she was doing or not doing that Will felt as though he was not enough at one point. He even said it. He even mm-hmm. said it. Like, even when Tupac was here, he was just like, oh, I'm just this... Not, he didn't say fake-ass rapper, but he was just soft. No, he said soft. I'm just soft rapper or whatever, and I could see how much love she had for, for Tupac. But do you think that anybody ever loses, like, their first true love? Because remember, Will and Jada got married when Jada was, like, 22 years old. So, so, which is hella young. She pursued him, though. But I'm I'm not saying that she didn't. I'm saying that that is really young. It is absolutely young. 22 is young. I mean, I was 25. She's 20. They've been together for 25 years now. Mm -hmm. Like, so, all of that. Yeah. And then they they courted before that. But she had this relationship with Tupac, whatever it Mm -hmm. was. But then he passed away. Right. So I think that there's also, it's difficult when you don't have an opportunity to really like resolve, like resolve and have closure because it's like, well, they, 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 they died. Right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm just not, to bring a break, I'm just not a fan of breaks, honestly. I'm just not, um, and clearly even after this break, it seems like things clearly aren't resolved. And I mean, even... Really? I, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, thought that it was. And mainly because this situation happened like four years right. ago. Right. But you can see still... You can still see, even from w- Will's interaction with her, it was things that were not resolved. Like, even he was like... Unless he was like wanting her to clarify it for everybody else. Yeah, I think that... Oh, I get what you're saying. I think that it was important for Will to make sure that 
Everybody heard from the horse's mouth? Yes, because he he said, like, we had decided as a family we weren't going to address it. Right. But as it built up, it was like, let's address it. So mm-hmm. I think when Will did that, he was like, if we're going to talk about it, we let's just talk need to about talk about it. it. Okay, I, Like, I let's it. not sit here yeah, and yeah. kind of pity-pat with it. We're here. We, we decided we weren't right. going to talk about it. Now we're changing our thing. We're going to come out and talk about it. So let's talk about it. And let's Bitch, talk about it's not real. no motherfucking entanglement. And that's why I don't, like, honestly, you, I had to take everything she was saying with less than a grain of salt, in my opinion. Like, because, how what's less than a grain of salt? Because a, grain of a, a mustard seed or something, whatever. Because A mustard seed of salt. Because she was like, I mean, even like when you start using words like entanglement and you got to Google what the fuck you're talking about or whatever. But guess what? You're not being real. Yeah, and, and you're not I, being real. So what I else agree. are you not being real no, about? No, 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 no. I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that's why it was important for Will to be there I to get, hold her accountable. No, I get that. I get that. But I'm saying is though, if Will didn't pull those questions, she wouldn't have gotten it. She wouldn't have to say, oh, we had a relationship. Yes. And it, just off the strength of the words she was using, she was being very, very thoughtful what she was saying and I get it like oh, yeah like and then she's like she's still being very like careful of protecting Og we Og didn't give a fuck about you or your husband right but let me tell you this I'm not Og fuck that nigga yes let me tell you this I think that it also goes to show you the the difference in stature he I don't want to say he's in nobody but Og August Alcina is like a deedless celebrity right I Jada and Will Will Smith is the blockbuster He's summer the, person. Yeah, the epitome of what right? you, you, you work for. So you when you think it. also about when you when you are at that level, mm-hmm. that is what conversation that is what interviews like sound like. That's why I appreciated Will being like, call let's right. No, I appreciate not Will, entanglement. Right. I appreciate I'm I, I didn't expect Jada to come out and be like yeah, I had that young buck motherfucking dicking me down because a bitch was out here being what? sad and shit. My marriage was in shambles. And I was like, hey, I'm just out here trying to get my fucking twat beat up. I wasn't expecting her to say that. Right, no. Yeah, I, I, no, I expected her to be classy with it. Right. I'm just saying, when you start using certain words, then I, I just naturally now have to be more like, okay, like start dissecting, trying to like, I shouldn't. Am I, I shouldn't have to like try to interpret what you're trying to say. In my yes, opinion, yes. But and I, and I think that Will was right there with yeah. the rest of the world. Like, bitch, what? what? Say, yeah. call it what it is. Um, the thing for me, I think that Will's face looked like Will's face because mm-hmm. I think for him, he was like, "We've already dealt with this as a family." Right. right? Okay. It looked like he's about to cry a little bit though. For like, a second. we already dealt with this. Mm-hmm. And now we're having to like rehash right. what we've already dealt with. And this isn't like your proudest moment yeah, in a relationship. Like, yeah. oh, we have to come to the red table and have a conversation about why my wife was fucking my son's friend. Is my son's friend. So this is my question, honestly. If you were a celebrity, nigga, this motherfucker would you have done what they did? Bonnet hat. Looking like a motherfucking chef, looking like a mega stallion self. Because hey, chef what I tell you, dog, when I put it to the side like that, I get bitches. I am weak, nigga. Get in the motherfucking kitchen, looking ass. Mm-hmm. Like you motherfucking at a Michelin restaurant, looking ass. Five star. I hate it. Okay, what's well, Michelin's say? three stars? No, Michelin is Kinko. But no. No, no, no. I, I know. I tip. I do tip my hat off to Will. And oh, you Howard. said if we were a celebrity, would I do that? No, I, I wouldn't done it. You I wouldn't have done well. I would not explain nothing to you. 
Yeah. I just I just wouldn't. Like there there is no I mean, I don't owe you guys nothing. He said what he had to say. Right. Obviously, Og was not lying about the relationship that we had. What is there for me to say other than to confirm that? Like uh, I don't know. I think that I think that I had nothing to gain. But I mean, I had nothing to gain. But I mean, they really didn't have nothing to lose because if you think about it, Og went uh, triple uh, yeah. copper wire, and she, but you brought more attention to him now. But That's she, you, yeah, but still didn't nobody listen to that nigga's yeah, album. I ain't get that. But, but hey. she had the highest uh, Facebook Live thing ever. Okay, so at the did, end of the day, at she the had end, more to gain, I guess. Well, she gained more. She, she gained more. She gained more. Like, I mean, it's not like, I mean, when's the last time she was in a movie? Like, she ain't been, it's not like yeah. nobody's not, not going to see her, her movies no more. Like, I, I think, I think that, I think that in the, in the pandemic, in the quarantine, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that if the world was still going, mm-hmm. it would be like, thank you. Like, okay, cool. And then we would have like transitioned on. But it's like we're not. I feel like twenty twenty is just like one thing after another after another, and and then the fact that people aren't doing shit is just like everything's blown up now. Everything. Like every every little thing is just blown up. So it's it becoming, is what it is. Right? Everything is becoming a thing. But okay, Ex- so we talked about Jada. Yeah. Do we talk? Do we go on her enough? I don't. Th- I don't feel like we went on her enough. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing that I would like to say about Jada is I think that it's super important. And again, it comes back to kind of this, not kind of, but definitely like. Why it's so important not to betray ourselves. Mm. And, like, obviously she was not fully healed. Obviously she needs help. And when you keep putting up those masks, you don't do anything but be more and more detrimental mm-hmm. to ultimately yourself. yourself. And when you are destroying yourself and you're in a union, then it the destroys the, the, the Fast. marriage. Fast. Now, I'm going to say some shit. I love Will Smith and I'm all for jokes. Mm-hmm. But they said some shit that I said now. That nigga wasn't joking. That shit is crazy. I'm not talking about the uh, okay. right. the cheat get okay. back. Yeah. When he said, when they said, um, we ride together and we die together, bad, bad marriage, marriage for life. life. Yeah. I was like, no. That that sound retarded. Yeah. That that was a, yeah. They they forced that one. I'm like no. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. And then the first pound, that was like... Yeah, but was Jada, dead. though, she said something without saying something. Oh, you did yours? Yes. When she was like, we, we've already... That's yeah. already been taken care of. We're, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're nah, he's like, nah, 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 not like this. Yeah. Not like this. Yeah. But also, it's like, all the things... I think that this was like a culminating moment also, because so for so long, so many people had speculated about the openness of the mm-hmm. relationship and different things like that. So what do you think? Do you think they are in a do you think they were in an open marriage? No. I don't think that in, in an open marriage the way that people talk about them being open marriage like they're out there swinging. Right. Like a lot of people talk about them like they're out there swinging. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily swinging. I don't think they yeah. would say swingers. But I mean, but. do I think that there's been some indiscretions that have happened that they've worked out? Right. Yes, but I don't think that's any different than most marriages. Most marriages. And and most marriages. But so this is my, okay. This is my thing. I think they were in an open marriage, and not to the point when like you say open. Let me also yeah. say this. I want to clarify this. When you say open, are you meaning open? Um, there's, you're, I'm allowing opportunities for you to do certain things at times, not necessarily go about. 
anybody and everybody kind of thing. But I do think there was times where both of them were fully aware of each other's action and kind of was just like, hey, I won't ask, you don't tell kind of thing. Like, we're aware of it, but we're just not going to talk about it. Okay. And even, like, there's been interviews where Jada, and I don't think any, like, any woman who would even entertain this would say something that she said when she was like, um, Will is more than welcome to do what he wants to do as long as he can look at himself in the mirror afterwards. No. No. Do you think that she was saying that because she's like trying to operate under this like okay, how we have like immense freedom? And maybe that's what she maybe that's her mentality. Because but, remember when she said mm-mm. um remember that she was like mm-mm. he can't give permission. First of all, you absolutely can. No, I understood. No, I knew what she was trying to say. No, not what she was trying to say. What she I knew what she said. But no. Absolutely not. What do you mean by that? No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at the end of the day, she ultimately has the the right to say yes Yes, or no. Because it's her body. It's her body. But if Will was really with that shit, even if we separate her or not, he really could have went to... Uh, guess. I hate her. First of all, she got me saying uh, uh-huh. and said something to him, but he didn't. And I think that's where August was just like, oh, Do you believe that they were really no separated? Fuck no. I think it, it sounds great. I think that shit sounds great just to say, yeah, we were separated. That means, oh, I didn't cheat. She kept stressing, I didn't cheat. Mm-hmm. And the only reason she can say that is because they were on a break. Yeah, they were separated. separated. Right. Yeah. So that's the reason why I feel as though she said that. Right. But Will, Will was like, yes, we were. Yeah. but You I, were doing your thing, and I was doing my thing. Okay. Do you think that it's not cheating? I mean, they don't think it's not cheating. I always wondered about that. Like, if we're married, and I say we're separated, is it cheating because we, we're not divorced? I think it's legal. I think it has to be legally separated, even if you're married, like, legally separated. Like, we're living in two separate houses and stuff like that. But, like, when your house is 10,000 square feet, like, if I'm on the Still, west wing, you're on the east if you, wing. If you had a fucking um, restraining order, you can say, oh, I'm staying on the uh, the, the the east side of the house. Yes, no. You yes, you could. You it was a restraining like, order. Yeah, it was a restraining order. It says, I got to be X amount of feet away. That's what happened with Riri and Chris Brown. They lived together? And they stayed in the same house? No, they didn't live together. But the, the part of the restraining order was like, yeah, because I, I, we're gonna spend all this. We because we spend a lot of time different. together. That's different. Then it's not that I can't. It's like we gotta make yeah, sure that no, I'm a certain no, feet th- away. No, no, that's different. Like if we're going to the BET Awards, yeah. I can't necessarily. You can't tell me oh, I can't show up because I got a, she got a restraining order against me. Yeah. I have every right to be there as much as she does. Yeah, but if we got a restraining order and I live in the house because I've been beating your ass, yeah. no, somebody got to leave out the house. But I got a question: Is your man on the floor? <laughs> good night, uh, good night, good night, good night. No, but there's no way I could. I, I, no, I don't know. I I could not have just sat there and known what was going on and knowing that I know he knows who I am. Like this is not like. But what if the sky was turning gray though? Then I would be okay with it. Fuck you, dog. Because I don't even know where you're going with that. But regardless, irregardless. But what if the sky was turning? Gray? I know him. He know. We working on some things. But do you think that she felt safe? Who? Jada. What? 
We're all in his bed. Probably. Probably. Do you think they were laying face to face? Mmm. Jada looked like she liked to ride. So she was staring at that nigga. And she like she wanna be on top because she just like like she real dominant. I'm, and she looked like she do a lot, a lot of butt action too. Mm. No, I'm coming with all this shit on the fly. Just like, you know, doing a motherfucking uh, forensic profile of her. I'm criminal profiling her. Mm. ID channel in it. Yeah. She mm. was like, that's what she into. Mm. She gives me a little like dominatrixy. My point. Safe word and everything. Will got a safe word. You think so? Yeah. Will is really tall and she's really little. It don't matter. That's why it's even better. That's when she's going to have him on all fours with a little thing in his mouth and everything. Yeah. Wow. That. Wow. It's like, it's like the end of the world. No, but I like Will, man. I, like I Will. love Will I love Smith. I don't know. 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 I, don't know. I, don't, I just don't think I would have handled it how he handled it. Tell me more about that. He 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 was a professional. No, no, no. No, the interview itself is very professional. But, but his face, my man had my man looked tired. He looked older. He did. That he aged like 10 years in that whole interview. In the whole time. interview. My man, he definitely did. Mm-mm. I don't know, dog. Like, if I if I was all like dog, I'd be like, shit, I fucked up. No. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Oh my god! But now I wouldn't. I wouldn't have carried it that way. I would have had way more. No, first of all, first of all, all jokes aside. But all uh, but joking too. If I was that nigga, dog, none of y'all would have ever known that I was smashing Jada. Ever. If it was August. Yeah. Ever. No. When you say y'all niggas, what you mean? You mean like? I mean them niggas. You wouldn't have told me. No, you would know. Uh-huh. But like nobody else would know. Everybody was like, dog, I'm fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Like. Nah. Nah, we're my man. <laughs> like, for real. Like, everything you... No. Just, I would just die with it, honestly. We're going to keep this train rolling. I think it's crazy. I'm like, what kind of bitch nigga are you? Hey, you sounded like a whole bitch on that interview. Them cakes must have been five. Because that nigga was broke. He was crying. He was broken. Five. Listen, and Jada whole interview seemed unbothered. Look, that whole hey, she was hey, Indian, Indian style, style, the whole whole joint, Indian style in the on the fucking red table. Hey, hey Red, that remind me of Dara so much, dog, because her ass was sitting Indian style anywhere, dog, and her little short ass was just Indian style. We had an entanglement. A what? Okay, let's just keep it like, let's keep it funky. Like, what? Okay, like, okay, call okay, it what it was. Okay, okay, okay. I was swallowing that nigga dick. <laughs> oh. Listen, I wonder if she would have hit him with something like that. No. Like, what's face with a dick? Interview over, now. We fighting. We huh. fighting. <laughs> we fighting, dog. She, hey, hey, Chris Brown and her ass, dog. Is she on the floor? <laughs> Cut. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they in the house too? Cause they oh they taping their house? Yeah. Oh yeah, nah. Oh nah. Listen. Oh nah. So I'm just gonna bring up a couple of wonders. Mm-mm. Bye. I wonder what Jaden is like thinking. Is he like, this is some bullshit? This is crazy, dog. I also wonder what uh um, The mama? Um 
No, the little daughter, Willow. Oh, Willow. Because, you know, she's real opinionated right, yes. and very feminist. Like, like I wonder what that's, what that's going on. And I wonder, I can hear the mom now. The mom is like, I don't even understand what these whole open relationships are. I was not raised like this. I was and I did not, not raise you like, like that. Yeah. Because she be going in, right. like, she be like, all this kid talking back, like, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this is the little new way that they doing things. That's so mm. funny to me. That's what I do want to talk about, too. I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook. Yes, I'm ready. Let's talk about it. We got a little bit more time. We got a little bit more time. Yeah, so, no, so it was it was a couple things. Like, we were talking about the absence of fathers. Um, no, excuse me. It's toxic mothers just Ooh, as... Come on. Let's talk about that. Toxic mothers... Are just as bad as absent fathers, but don't nobody want to talk about it. Mm. So I love this because this is the other end of that superwoman pendulum. Right. Yep. So I, you posted it, and a, we got a lot of comments we about did. We that. We did. We did. Um, I didn't actually respond at all to any of them. You responded to left me high and dry. Not high and dry. I've been busy out here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you've been hustling, like finessing. Because let me tell you something. What God has for me mm-hmm. in these next 10 paychecks. Just nigga, in these next 10 paychecks. We're talking about some mighty big things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's, very, talk, about let's talk about that. So um, again, the post was toxic mothers are just as bad as absent fathers, mm-hmm. but don't nobody want to talk, talk about, about it. it. So... Mm-hmm. I'll go first since it was the post yeah. and I haven't addressed it at all. Right. The answer is absolutely unequivocally hell the fuck yes. And I will take it a step further and say that toxic mothers are worse than absent fathers. Mm. And the reason why is because like mm. absent fathers, like you can damage somebody, but there's a, there's a limited amount of damage that you can do if you were not there. Right. Somebody that is active and present and toxic is doing continued damage mm-hmm. over a longer period of time. So that is why I think that is like it's worse mm-hmm. than for somebody to just not be there. I think that a lot of um, I think that there are a lot of women that are parents that display toxic behaviors that they qualify as being like a good mom. Mm-hmm. A strong, a, a strong mom, and I think that um, that a lot of that is like carried on mm-hmm. from like generation to generation. I'll say this, for example, every time that I see a mom tell a kid, like especially a son, like be tough, toughen up, like stop mm-hmm. crying, like no, like you are perpetuating like toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. and for like a child not to be able to be a human, right. like then you ha- did you say right? No, I said right. Oh. I'm like, yeah, because, and then what you end up having is you end up raising a man that doesn't have the ability, has never been comfortable with Sean. sharing his emotions mm-hmm. or emoting, and then can't be vulnerable right. and do that for um, a person. So I'm glad you say that. So, and I notice how I said a person and not like his wife. No, yes. right. But I'm also thinking about like, can that also have a adverse effect on? the perception of women as they grow up. So, like, Dara, she comes from a family uh, where she has a younger brother. Mm-hmm. So, imagine, in a single family, imagine 
her growing up and watching her mom, not saying her mom necessarily did this, but watching her mom tell her her brother, don't cry. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. And so she now grows up yeah. thinking, okay, this is how men are supposed to act. They're not supposed to be yeah. emotional. So even though she had maybe grown up being more welcome to being able to be emotional, but she's yeah. also saw how, grew up seeing how men aren't supposed to, boys aren't supposed to. So if a boy not supposed to, a, a man show for him not supposed to be emotional yeah. or sensitive or whatever. Absolutely. It creates a cycle. The impact of it is generational mm-hmm. because as you indicated, then you have a little girl that grows up and has a, a warped expectation for how men are supposed mm-hmm. to be. Or so, they search for that. So then when a good man shows up mm-hmm. that may display certain things and I'm going to flip this right full back around to Jada and Will, mm-hmm. where Will has now internalized it like, oh, I'm a soft rapper mm-hmm. or I'm like this soft guy. And it's like, because I don't have hardcore raps or because mm-hmm. I am not um, bitch this whole that fuck, fuck, fuck right. this. I don't curse in my album. Right. Then that, then like that is labeled as soft mm-hmm. and then that is a knock on my masculinity or my ability to be able to show up for you in this mm-hmm. relationship as a caregiver, as a protector, which mm-hmm. I think more more so as a protector, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when we think about masculinity. So it's yeah. generational. So then you have women that reject somebody who may be emotionally secure and vulnerable mm-hmm. and engaged in that way who courts them and they say, no, 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 I want the bad boy. other person. I want the bad boy. That, yes. And I think that's where the bad boys come from, honestly, because I think... Yeah, because they were raised by... Blasphemous. Yeah. So, or, or the person their mom was dating yeah. was that. Yeah. And I say, again, I, like, I hate talking to absolutes, but... Yes, you but know. Then the other thing is then, then people say like, oh, okay, well... If the dad was there, he would be able to. But I think that the reality is that in general, as mm-hmm. a society, dads that are around don't allow for their boy children in general to be children and fully mm-hmm. human. I see a ton of guys that are like tough enough. Right. And I'm not saying that we don't need to uh, talk like that. You don't have to tell a kid to be resilient. Mm-hmm. The human is resilient. is resilient. The black man is resilient. The you black person is resilient. You don't have to tell yeah. me like to toughen up. Like the fact that I fell down and scraped my leg is, bitch, I'm crying because it, it hurts. hurts. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that is what it is. If it didn't hurt, I wouldn't cry mm-hmm. because that's how the body is set up. If it doesn't, if fucking my neurons were not mm-hmm. sending these crazy signals to my brain, like, yeah. So, okay, so I think we went from wanting, like, just raising, but mm-hmm. also, I think it's other ways that you can be toxic, and it has nothing to do with the the, the lack of a man being present. Because I think that's what a lot of people were trying to get to. Like, it was like the chicken and the egg kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, a reason why a lot of women are toxic is because there is no man in the picture. Right. But I just gave examples no. of when men are in well, the I, picture. I, no, I agree. But also, I think that it's, it's a case of a lot of times, and I know growing up in a black household, and I think you may have grown up a little bit different, to be completely honest, is the, the, the method of which we're able to communicate, the freeness to be able to communicate and still be respectful. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a lot of black communities, black kids aren't able to communicate. They're taught, they're spoken at, they're not talked to. I'm glad you said that, spoken at, uh-huh. They're cursed at, like, I'm, like mm. on the train, like, moms are just cursing the kid out, like, there's no other way for you to articulate your upset with something he's done mm-hmm. without saying, get your ass up and mm-hmm. 
or whatever, or shut the fuck up. Right. Like, I mean, then you wonder why kids go to school and tell their teachers and, that. And tell the kids that. Like, I mean, yeah, and tell yeah, tell the teacher that and tell other kids that. And so I think that's also another thing. And then I think that also perpetuates into when people grow up as well. Now it's hard for them to communicate. Because they're not used to communicating. Everything they think is, oh. It's not expected it's not or asked or required yeah. of them to be able to engage in civil conversation. I think that is one thing that has shown up in my life where people are like, oh, you always, like, you like to argue. And I'm like, oh, no, no. I don't consider arguing. I just was raised in a way where we could ask questions mm-hmm. and we could engage in a conversation. And I've seen it. I, I've seen the way that you and your mom talk. And I've seen the way other people and their parents talk, and it's not the same. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, I, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And, and to me, I'm always like, I'm really lucky because it really helped develop who I was able yeah. to become. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, no, like, you're supposed to be able to mm-hmm. talk and have a conversation. And when that conversation is over, it doesn't change. Like, oh, yeah, like, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. we, duh, I like, still we respect you up. as my mom. Right, and I think so often, like, people have, like, strong opinions about things, and then they engage in a conversation, and then because you don't agree, then you leave out of that with this, like, oh, I'm in my feelings, I'm feeling some kind of way, and it's like, that's because you're not used to being able to say, Mm -hmm. I would like to extend my curfew to 12 o'clock, or I'm not, or, okay, why? Mm -hmm. Well, because we're going to do this, and then, uh, this is, like, a real example. I remember, I don't necessarily have a curfew. I always just inform my parents about what I was doing mm-hmm. and then they would be like, okay, because yeah. I'm like super responsible. Um, but I could imagine that other people that had curfews is like, you need to be home by 10 mm-hmm. or you need to be home by 11. Like with very hard deadlines, right. like they were like, oh, but can I stay out till 12? It's like, no. Mm-hmm. Not why. I not, never yeah. had that, but it, I also feel like it was just because that was the dynamic. Mm-hmm. It was like, one, I wasn't, like, out every day, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, we're going to go to the football game, and after the football game, we plan on getting something to eat. And so as long as you were in communication mm-hmm. about, like, what the what plan do, was, yeah. then it was very much like, oh, you are a good kid, and, you know, a responsible right, kid. Responsible, like, yeah. I know that you're not, like, out there, like, wilding out. Like, okay, cool. So I think that that, like, also contributes to um, how you grow up in toxicity mm-hmm. because – there were boundaries that were put in place, but they were appropriately expanded mm-hmm. based right. off of like where I was as a right. as a growing a, yeah. a kid. And neither one of us are parents, but I mean, I think you definitely have a you probably have a more wealth of experience when it comes to raising kids, just the fact of just the nature of your job, the nature yeah. of your job, mm-hmm. and like you said, you know, establishing that structure. And I think that though I'm not a parent, I've been a child my whole life. You know what I mean? So. Uh-huh. Um, being able to, you know, have respect and being able to, to trust, but to also, like, respect. I think I, I think that's what it is. And I think that a lot of parents forget that part. They forget the respect is, is, is it's reciprocated, Absolutely. honestly. And I, I think you get more, you attract more, what was it, more bees with honey. Mm-hmm. Then with what flies with shit, I guess, or maybe I don't know what it is. But anyway, it sounded great in my head. Mm-hmm. But the thing Talk is, more flies with with honey than vinegar. Yes, there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. See, that's why. Hey, that's why you my man. That's why me. And so I, I think what happens is a lot of parents, you know, they 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 want to raise by fear. Mm. They also like. I think par- a lot of parents are very 
keep on oh, because that's how I was raised. Definitely. And so all of a sudden now your parents knew your parents was the perfect parents because whatever reason, but right. no. No, I think it's like that's all that you know. That's all you know. And you're not willing to even grow grow out of that. We talked we talked about a couple of things. What are some other examples that you think have moms being toxic? I think moms uh, uh, toxic is maybe how they were treated by men. No, no, no. Not a cause. No, not, not cause, but I'm talking about like as far as just what makes a mom toxic? What, oh, like, um, like fear. How they talk to fear. how they talk to people. Fear. I think lots they of times people fear in their children. No, I think fear as far as maybe they, they look at things that they've experienced in their own life and it's their form of protecting. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want to necessarily I don't want you to go through what I went through. Even though you may not necessarily be the same person that I was, right, not right. into the same things that I was mm-hmm. into. But oh and that's probably why a lot of you see how a lot of single parents mm-hmm. raise their sons compared to how they raise their daughters. Okay. Give me an example. There, more people are more protective of, especially single women, I think, are more protective and more strict on their daughters than they are of their sons. Is that a single parent thing or is that just like the nature of how we view roles in society? Like, we're more protective of the, of the female in general. It could be. It, it absolutely could be. But does that make it right? And the same thing can happen. Like, okay, yeah, no, your daughter may... Like, actually, you know what? Now in this society, I would think that you probably want to be more strict on your sons mm-hmm. than your daughters. Because as we see now, there's a lot more men being killed by police officers. There's a lot more men that's being killed by homicide. There's a lot more men that are into selling drugs. There's a lot mm-hmm. more men that are less educated. And so if you think about, like, the the the... The trajectory of success, there's a lot more black women who are seeing success than men. Why are we outnumbered? Why are, why are men outnumbered? Why are black men outnumbered by black women? Why are there more black men in jail? Mm-hmm. And so maybe there is a secret to the madness of why, but at the same time, maybe it's a it's the the way we're, we're the way that we're raising them raising women black women maybe they don't have to be as strict. I didn't like how I said that. The way that you're raised, the way that we're raising right because my argument could actually be like oh there it's it's paying off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that's not what I was trying to say, but I mean it it could be though it could be. So. What would be some advice to to people? Um, to people. What would be some advice? Absent fathers. Um, Don't toxic say, yeah, parents. I mean, I mean, honestly, I think like. Do you think? Well, what what do you think? Do you think that? Because you never said. As far as what the post. Do you think that toxic? Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think anything that's toxic because it's going to be bad. I think the absence of poison, yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to be naturally better than, you know, not having food. I mean, I hate to I say it. I'd rather, I'd rather go hungry to be poisoned. Than drink poison. You know what I mean? Ooh, so Say that again. I lost it. I lost I'd it. I'd rather go hungry than eat poison. Than eat poison. Mm. I could survive a long time with just water. Mm. 
I'm not gonna live much longer if I eat rat poison. Though. So I mean, yeah. So absolutely, I, I absolutely. I mean, a lot of people grow up fine. Don't use don't use not having both parents as an excuse. And I think that's that's the easy out. I think it's an easy out to say, oh, I didn't have both parents, and that's why I'm not I'm not being successful. Right. I hear you. You know what I mean? There's people who grew up with no parents. There's people who grew up. That's true. In foster care, bouncing from home to home just because, you know what, I came, I come with a check. And look at him. I think that it is absolutely incredible um, the way that people have overcome so much. Absent fathers, toxic parents, toxic mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, kudos to you. And then I, I, I hope that this conversation really provides a space where people like stop and reflect and think Mm -hmm. about like how actually am I engaging with my kids Mm -hmm. and like realizing that everything that I do has a long lasting impact absolutely on my on my on my baby um from how I talk to them to expectations that I have for how I um allow them to engage for expectations that I have about the way that they look the way that they respond to certain mm-hmm. things, like all of those things are going to play a part in the psyche and the development. Mm-hmm. And then in turn is going to say how this person then grows up and how they engage with the rest of the world. So I hope that um, people that are that are parents that listen take some time and, and think about it. Um, we know it's not perfect. We know it's not easy. No, no. Oh my gosh, that's why I don't want to be no parent. Toughest job ever. That's why I don't want to be one. But yeah. I definitely respect all those who are parenting. Yeah, and definitely the toughest job ever. Doing both, doing their role. I don't want to say both roles, yeah. but doing their role, even in a single fan. I mean, yeah. single being a single parent. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I think this was the perfect. We had like no plan, yeah. but it planned out really well because we. Talked about super women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we did we do it justice? Did, did, did we did we touch on everything? I feel like we still didn't, but it's all good. I think what we did was I think we did something super important. I think what we did was we acknowledged publicly that we're open to receiving feedback. Absolutely, we did the best that we knew how to do. And at that point, if you're still judging us, then bitch, you need to reflect on your toxicity. Mm. Okay, because we did the best that we could. Did the best I could. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. I said what I said. He said what he said. Uh, yeah, and I just co-signed with him. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. Because I be killing him. <laughs> but nah. Abrigado. Abrigado. And we met somebody from Brazil. Oh, shout out. God. Shout out. That's my Oh, you even talk about the surprise I hit you with. Oh, my gosh. I, I fucked you up with a surprise. I can't. That was too much. That literally had my heart. I was I I was just like check out my like my heart my heart yeah shout out to you all for surprising me with my little um, Quan like that one right there Quan Courtney Pie and Alex like those mm-hmm. are like my whoo um, rest in peace uh, Nayasha he's in heaven right now mm-hmm. um, but yo like that like. Me walking up the steps and seeing Quan here, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Particularly because you know everything that's going on with my um, yeah. kid now. So, like, to have him here was like, ooh, mm-hmm. it was too much. Darrison over there talking about, we're not going to do this every week. <laughs> we're not doing this every 
Um, but again, it just comes back very full circle moment again, yeah. like to just work on being like vulnerable mm-hmm. and like that being the strength in that. Absolutely. Right? Um, but no, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. So um, shout out to Quan and his amazing girlfriend for coming up here, surprising me. That was like ultimate, like that as fucked up as 2020 has been, but not really for me. Like it really hasn't been. Um, that was a beautiful, yeah, beautiful a moment. So shout time. out to you. Hey. I really appreciate that. That was amazing. So now we've all surprised everybody. Yeah. Yes, we all surprised everybody. But you got a birthday coming up too, though. What? Yeah. Right, bye, guys. Bye. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. Too many years, it ain't too many kids. Couple homies, it ain't too many there. And they all got E. They got too many kids, too many kids. With no fathers, doing too many bids. Too many bids, just get them kids, too many years. As soon as you get that money, that's a sooner appear. Sue me your own something, then sue me shit. And yeah, I've been losing touch with my family, it ain't the same. I should've gave my sister some money, but I made it rain. I should've hit the crib with my son and played the game. But instead, I ended up at the jeweler to make a change. It's a sad saying when you make money, it make a change. Like four quarters, the fourth quarter, I 